The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Well, I suppose Ava was a marvelous person, and I I suppose I'm grateful to get the opportunity to speak to you because I haven't spoken since Ava passed away in at the end of May, and. I just want to, I hope some of the people that reached out to us and offered condolences to us on Ava's passing, that they're listening just to say that we deeply appreciate the con- the contact and communications that were made because um, Ava was a marvellous person and she fought very hard for so many years and we were so grateful to have the support of so many people around this country and beyond this country as well. And people might know that it was um, it was medical cannabis that helped Ava to have the quality of life that she deserved. And I suppose to extend her life for several years beyond the expectations of any of the medical professionals. So, um, you know, we were grateful. We were grateful to be part of be part of Ava so it's um, a brave person a, a, a beautiful person and just somebody that never gave up you know she, she was she was somebody that you'd be proud to call your daughter Did she know that her condition was likely to, to be terminal? Um, I would think I would think that I would think not I, I, I would think that I would think that Ava's, and I think that probably maybe a lot of parents that would have children with life-limiting conditions could maybe answer this that question in the same way. It's difficult to know. I would think not. But whether whether it's your child or another child, you're 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 dealing with very determined people, very brave people that are battling difficult situations day by day, and I think it's maybe. It's just in their core to to keep fighting and to keep going for for as long as they possibly can. But I don't I don't think there would have been if you're kind of meaning would there have been anxiety or fear with regarding her diagnosis? I don't think so. I think she experienced the love of her family and the support of her family, and that fed her own spirit to to continue for as long as she did. It is. It's a cliche to say it, but it, it. But it's a cliche because it is true. I think for any parent listening, the the worst, most unimaginable nightmare is the death of a child and the the unnaturalness of having your own child pass before you do. How how have you experienced it? How are you coping with it? Um, I just I I think I just think at the moment it's it's like the world is not enough without her. It's there's. There's a there's a tremendous void. There's just your actions during the day. You kind of double take because there's so much time. You're you're realizing that maybe you spend so much time doing activities or helping your loved one with chores or just different different aspects of the day that um, you're you're looking at it and it's 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 just it's very, very difficult to adjust and I, 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 can't, I can't really say 
whether personally I'm coping or not, but I'm still here anyway. But uh, the, the 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 ability to not reach out and be with her is extremely difficult. I'd have to say that. And when when you think of her, what do you think of? What comes to mind? The smile, just the smile, and just this ability, this ability that you know she she didn't have to speak. That's the thing. She didn't have to speak. She controlled the room. She was a remarkable lady. She 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 didn't have to use that many words. Her energy was something that was very special. And again, I would say that there would be other parents that would have, you know, beautiful children like ours that could maybe relate to that. Um, she she she. She would, she would, she would have spoken. <laughs> she would have spoken when she wanted something. <laughs> she had her priorities, and um, the thing is, it's very odd that the place is so silent without her. You know that sometimes there doesn't need to be. It doesn't need need to be the loud voice that leaves a place silent when they're past. You know, and in Ava's case, that's 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 what it's like. It it seems. It seems very quiet and just um, just just not as just not as special as and wonderful a place to be without her. It's interesting that when you describe her, you, you describe her a lot as as positive and and upbeat and smiling, which is all the more remarkable given the challenges that she faced in her short life. Again, for people unfamiliar, give us a sense of the the condition that she had to fight. Well, I mean, the thing is, I suppose her condition was Dravet syndrome and it's a catastrophic form of epilepsy that causes multiple types of seizures on a daily basis. Um, it's extremely difficult to medicate. It's, it would be classified as life-limiting. Um, a very, very difficult condition to battle because um, somebody with Dravet syndrome, the, the Dravet's, the Dravet wants to cause a seizure. You're you're battling against a very strong, a strong syndrome that it it wants to activate, and it's very hard to fight against. But the thing is, a person isn't defined by their condition. I mean, I think whether it's whether it would be Dravet or Lennox Gasto or Du syndrome or any other syndrome, they're not defined by it. It's part of their day-to-day life, but they're still magnificent people in themselves, you know? So that was part of, that was part of Ava's life, but it wasn't the whole part of Ava's life. There was, she loved music, she loved jigsaws, she, she, (laughs) she loved Ed Sheeran. (laughs) She loved, um, she loved to go to school. She adored her school. She adored her teachers. They adored her. She 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 liked driving in the car. You know, there was there was there's there's so much more to her than just the seizures. And, and, and we how were, did you handle we were very that lucky. Yes, I, have, I never understand how you balance as a parent the pressure to push somebody to to live as normally as they can and to do the things that you describe there, because that does take a certain level of hand on the back parenting to keep somebody going forward despite knowing the challenges that they have. How do you balance that with the sympathy for somebody who's suffering 
what, 20 or more seizures a day? That had to be very difficult. Well, you know, Anton, I think the the thing is, when you are placed in a situation and your child needs the support and you love that person, you know, you know, you love your children more than you love anything in your life and you just do it. And I think that that's what that's what people that's what people do. You you make the changes, you make the adjustments in day to day life to make sure that they're getting everything that they need and that they're getting the support that they need. And maybe it's a very simplistic thing to say, but you just do it. And then you do something else on top of that and then something else on top of that. And and that's what's necessary. So I think like there's a lot of parents, they they put themselves in the back seat because that's where you've got to put yourself to make sure that everything that child needs and every aspect of that that that, that child's care is given the, the attention that it needs and the attention that it deserves. And, you know, you, you, you do what you've got to do, I think. And does the same apply to how you are now? How are you keeping going? Oh, I don't know about that. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, we're early days, you know, we'll see. Yeah, it's hard. And um I haven't spoken I haven't spoken to to, to anybody on in any one of the stations prior to this. Um but I felt that I felt that I should because I hadn't I hadn't reached out properly to so many people that loved Ava and Part of the reason why, maybe fully the part of why Ava was able to access her medication in the end was fair enough. I was determined to continue until she got it, but without the support of people from all parts of the country, um, you know, that sort of, I think, fell in love with our daughter, that uh, without them, she, she may not have, she may not have got what she needed. And so... There's so many people maybe that I'll never even speak to that are responsible for giving us the privilege of having her for so many more years. So I guess maybe it's just important to come out and thank people for that, isn't it? And obviously there will be people who will have benefited from the effect of the campaigning that you did on Ava's behalf because there will be other people in similar situations where medicinal cannabis may be the thing that makes life that bit more bearable. On yeah. that note then, for those people and in relation to medicinal can- cannabis, what is your hope in terms of the system? Because I, I, I know that the Taoiseach saying that the, the forum on the Citizens' Assembly, that they may not take all of the recommendations depending on what they say in terms of things like legalisation or decriminalisation or medical use. What would your hope well, be? I mean, I think, that's, I think that's tremendously disappointing. But Leo said that, was it? Yeah. Mm. I think that's tremendously disappointing that he would come out and say that publicly, you know. Um, you know, someone like Leo needs to try and make an effort to understand that for people like my daughter, it was their only opportunity left to access the quality of life. And that if that opportunity was denied them, then their life was not going to continue. 
and the reason that we got seven years of essentially seizure freedom from 2017 to the beginning of this year for our daughter because of medical cannabis. Seven years is a long time. It's a very long time. And, you know, people with people with children or adults that have the they should have the potential to to access medical cannabis as an option for the treatment of their illness on a par with other pharmaceutical medications and it shouldn't be made difficult and i think the the cannabis access program as it stands it should be expanded but there it absolutely it must be expanded to encompass other other people's medical conditions because the studies are mounting on top of each other regarding um, other medical conditions outside of epilepsy. Um, and they're also what's ex- extremely important and I think needs urgent attention is education for consultants surrounding medical cannabis when people are admitted to hospital. It's extremely important that that action is taken really regarding consistent and proper education and updating education surrounding medical cannabis as a medicine because I, I don't think there's enough support for consultants in this country regarding that. And I think it's very necessary for them to be educated so that they can pass this information and this education onto their teams and that it can filter down through the system as it would with any other medication. Vera, thank you very much for your time uh, in coming in the show this evening. And again, we are very sorry for your loss. Thanks very much, Anton. I appreciate that. Thanks very much. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.